Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is, entrepreneurs, that you're listening. I hope you're having an awesome day. My name is Joe Newton, and I'm one of the co-hosts here at the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. And today we are in part four, the final part of identifying our ideal client and communicating with them. So earlier in this series, we talked about why is it important to identify an ideal client. Then after that, in part two, we started to talk about what are some of the questions we can begin to ask ourselves to really nail down who our ideal client is, who they're not, and where do we find that ideal client, and where is it just a waste to put times, money, and, and other resources into? Uh, where, where are they not hanging out? Then after that, in the next part, we spoke about the struggle, the problem that they're dealing with, and we went at that from a couple of different angles. We described the external problem and what that looks like, how it manifests itself with our two examples of the high-level athlete who's dealing with dehydration and our amazing couple in the suburbs who are wanting to have their kitchen and home remodeled so that they can have a space to invite their children into and make memories now that they're transitioning into adulthood. And from there, we went inter- external, internal, and then what are the consequences if that problem or struggle persists and doesn't get handled? So that's a quick recap of what we've done so far. I know I'm going to go quick this episode. It's only because there are some really great things in the pipeline that I'm excited to share with y'all. And there's another series coming up towards the end of the year that's really going to be impactful. It had a big, big impact on my life, on my wife's life, and lots of testimonies there. So I'm excited to wrap this up. These practicals are really important, but we've got some really wonderful things coming up. So today is part four, the last part in the Ideal Client series. Now, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about transformation. So we know generally who our ideal client is. We know the problem, the struggle that they're dealing with. Now we need to really get specific about the transformation that they're going to experience once they purchase our service, our product, whatever it is that we're selling, whatever we're bringing to them, how are they changed after they interact with our our company, our product, our service? Now at a high level, here's a quick question just to kind of get you thinking. We're gonna need some paper like we did last time or your computer. But just to get the the juices flowing, I want you to think, now that you've identified who that person is and the problem or the struggle that they're dealing with, think, if, if you ask them the question, if you snapped your fingers and you could solve one problem or you could wave a magic wand and something would change, your, your biggest problem as it pertains to your product or service, <laughs> what would that change be? And that's going to be the external results. You remember last time we talked about the external and internal state. So the magic wand, snapping their fingers, that's going to be our external. So think for a second, what would that change? 
And then once you have kind of a clear idea, you got those juices flowing, what would change if, if, if you, if you, if they snapped their finger, now you think and ask yourself, how do you feel about it? So if you're talking to your ideal client, you say, Hey, if you snap your fingers could solve one thing in regards to this, what would change? And how would you feel about it? And, and this is actually a really great test. If you're, you know, out having coffee and you happen to run into your ideal client, don't tell them about your business or service. Just start a conversation with them and ask them that question. Hey, if you could, you know, wave a magic wand and, and change something in regards to this this problem or struggle, what would change? And how how, did, how, how would you feel about that if that struggle or, or that problem was, was taken care of? All right, let, let's go a little bit deeper now. So we've got our piece of paper, and we're going to start with that external. So if you remember when we're defining the external, so this is after that product or service has come into their lives and they've received the change. If we throw that drone, that video drone, into their life and it followed them around for a day or a week or a month, what sort of things would we see on that video and how would we just describe them? If we were just describing them word for word, what we see, what would we see on that video? So let's go and use our examples from last time. For that high-level athlete who's dealing with hydration. So now he's got the Gatorade or the, the amazing water with the electrolytes. Whatever that product is, he's now drank that and boom, he is no longer dehydrated. So our video camera is now seeing a guy who was kind of stumbling, rubbing his head, a little dizzy, go from that to within a couple of minutes or hour, whatever it is, however long it, it takes for that product to, to take effect. Now we see someone who is beginning to, his, his, his eyes are, seem to be open more. He seems to be looking around, more aware of his, his, his uh, surroundings. You even see him kind of jumping into place. You see him walking up and, and talking to the coach and going to the coach and saying, put me in, put me in, put me in. I'm ready. I'm ready. You see him stretching. You see him moving around, flexing his muscles, testing all of his, his muscles. So that's what externally we're seeing. With our couple who wanted that amazing remodel, now they've got that brand new space. You see them in the morning. She wakes up, not run, but quickly goes into the kitchen, looks around, makes her coffee. She's got a big smile on her face. Fast forward to later that evening, her family's all gathered in that space. They're having dinner together. Her kids, her, her grandkids are running up, giving her a big hug, smiles all around. They're creating memories. So that's externally what we're seeing now, that that problem's been solved. So external, we have the video camera. We're just watching the results as they are on the outside. We go internal. Again, this is how they feel about it. So with our, our athlete, he's now excited. He's now focused. He's now aware. He's now ready. He, he's inside it. He's, his, his emotions are going. He's pumped. The adrenaline is going through him. So that's, that's where he's at internally. With that couple, Again, they're they're happy, they're joyful. Uh, she is 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 overwhelmed with with the the opportunities to to make memories. She's satisfied. She she would describe it. So those are the internal states that that she's going through. 
Now, our final question with this, now that we have the external and the internal state of the transformation, we want to ask ourselves, moving into the future, now that this has happened, what else is possible? So for our athlete, what's possible? Now he's able to make a game-winning touchdown or a key play. He's able to operate at a high level. He's able to gain more confidence. It's possible now for him to become a leader on the team and lead his team into victory. For our couple, for her, she is now able to create amazing memories with her family. She's now able to have more confidence to invite uh, her friends and family into her home. She's able to have deeper relationships with not just her family, but but her friends. She's now able to invite people into her home and create community. So that's now what becomes possible for her. So take a few minutes. We've gone external, internal, and ask yourself, Moving forward, what is now possible for my ideal client now that they've interacted with me? So this is the transformation. We went from the struggle and the problem to now we've had the results manifest themselves through our our product, our service. Now what's possible? What's possible? Okay, entrepreneurs, I'm going to go quick. Like I said, I'm packing a lot in this episode because I I still want to bring y'all value but I, I want to make sure that we get this this in this week. We're going to cover two other quick topics. The next one is aspirational identity. So your ideal client, when they come and they, they have this problem, the struggle that they're dealing with, that transformation is going to manifest itself in an identity. So a quick couple of ways to to have some examples of this. Think of the old Apple ads with I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. Those were two identities. What Apple was selling in that commercial wasn't necessarily computers. They were selling the aspirational identity of a Mac. If you purchase a Mac product, you are now cool. You are now hip. You are now artistic. You are now well-cut. You are now not nerdy. (laughs) Those are the aspirational identities that Apple was selling. Another great example, I'll try to put this one down in the, the comments, is Gerber sells a knife, and Donald Miller talks about this one. He has a great story about the aspirational identity Uh, that was being sold in the Hello Trouble ads. If you Google Hello Trouble, and I think it's a Gerber knife commercial, you'll find it. Again, I'll try to put it in the the comments. But this commercial, it hardly shows pictures of the knife. It does every now and then, but it's it's these rugged men and women who are uh, riding bulls and, and, and hiking into treacherous areas and they're they're cutting these 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 ropes that are tangled in their boats and they're they're doing these really intense activities and and in the background there's this deep voice that says hello trouble i've been waiting for you and and basically they're selling this this identity of someone who's able to deal with trouble someone who's ready for anything so when i buy that knife I now can deal with the trouble that comes to my life. 
That's the aspirational identity. I, I want you to take a couple of minutes. Now that you've thought about the transformation that's happened, how they've gone from having this problem or the struggle to this new person who is able to, to accomplish something that they couldn't before, what identity are they now connected with? What, how would you describe that aspirational identity? Because before you solve that problem, that's what it is. It's aspirations. They have aspirations to, to be living and obtaining that identity. So for our, our athlete, it's going from a sluggish, low-performing athlete to a high-performing uh, leader on his team. That's the, the, the identity he now has, is a high-performing athlete who is a leader on the team. And for our, our lady who, who wanted this time with her family, she is going from, what would her aspirational or, or her identity before be? It would be uh, a, a mom who's fearing losing relationship with her kids to an amazing grandmother who has deep relationships with her kids and grandkids. So it doesn't have to be poetry, but just take a few minutes and ask yourself, what identity are they going from? What identity are they going to? Because that's really, when you're marketing, that's what you're selling. You're selling the aspirational identity. Okay, aspirational identity for our speed course here, our last section. And this is kind of one of the, the more important ones. But we're just going to take a couple of minutes here. I feel like most of y'all probably have an idea of what this is. But now that you've you've really dug in and you've gotten clear on who your ideal client is and who they're not, what the problem is that they're they're struggling with, and how it is that you're able to then help them transform and what those aspirational identities are. Now that you've taken all of the time and really thought about those things, now I want to ask you, how do you serve them? So on our piece of paper, the first question I want you to write down is, what do you not do or provide your ideal client? So what do you not provide this ideal client? So at a high level, again, go for the easy wins. Begin with, if you're a home remodeler, I do not provide my client with music lessons. Again, easy easy win, right? <laughs> Start from there. I don't provide them with, with easy wins. Or maybe you're someone for the remodeler, you're like, I don't provide them with design services or I don't provide them with a materials. They have to purchase their own key materials. What are the things within your organizations that you don't provide so that you can know your boundaries? What do you do and what do you not do? So we start with, what do I not provide my ideal client? Again, when we, when we look at that first episode, if you go and look back, we talked a little bit about scope creep. And this is really where you want to start those, those boundary conversations. So what do you not provide your ideal client? Then the next question. How do you serve your ideal client? So what specifically is that product or service that you provide? What is that thing that you do really well and you can serve them on a platter and you are able to give them the most bang for their buck? So those two questions, what do you not do or provide for your ideal client? 
and how do you serve your ideal client? Take a couple of minutes, write those down, pause if you need to. And our final question in all of this, because you know our heart with the lunch break is we want this to be actionable. And these past few lunch breaks that I've done have been some of the most actionable of them all. But our last action is one more piece of paper, write down what are your three to four action steps moving forward. Now that you have all this great knowledge about who your ideal client is, what their problem is, how do you help them transform, what's their aspirational identity and how you're going to serve them, what are you gonna do with that? Now that you you have these things written down, what are you gonna do? Are you going to create a marketing plan? Are you going to begin to pivot your company towards only serving that ideal client? Are you going to start getting rid of some clients that are taking up a lot of your time, but now you've realized they're not your ideal? What are three to four steps you can take with this knowledge? Take a few minutes, write it down. Okay, entrepreneurs, I'm so sorry for packing so much into this episode, but I hope it was helpful Please stay tuned. We have amazing things coming up. I'm so excited. We're shifting our our interviews. We are going to be coming and talking to you about how do you get a vision for the new year? How do you partner with God on on hearing his voice for, for what you want to accomplish in your life and thinking at a higher level for what do you want to do with your business? There's a lot coming. So stay tuned, entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for listening, for sharing the podcast with your friends and giving us those awesome five-star reviews. We really do appreciate you guys and what you do for us. Have an amazing week, and we will see you next time on the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.